and gentlemen what's going on welcome back you're listening to another episode of the brotherhood two ordinary capuchin brothers ordinary conversations what's going on that brother's name is brother brandon berg what's going on bro welcome welcome saints and sinners alike this is the brotherhood that brother's name is vincent mary carrasco good evening. that's right and um good evening you're in the hut this is a night show by the way 9 15 9 30 oh man I, I had dinner and I was just waiting, waiting. I, I didn't know what to do with my life. <laughs> just waiting for the right time. <laughs> so it was fun. I had a nice yeah. little waiting period, you know, before the show. So, yeah. And it's daylight savings time. So it was a little weird to get oh, used yeah. to the darkness coming fast. I don't know how you felt. Uh, yeah. I definitely like, uh, I like fall back better than spring forward. So, <laughs> no, I like getting the pretending yeah. at least feeling like I got an extra hour of sleep. I don't know. Yeah, I like the beginning. I like because we went camping this weekend and it was, you know, I woke up and it was 12 o'clock came really quickly and we were scared because it was checkout time. And then they're like, we got to leave. And then they're like, no, we got another hour. It's daylight every time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it worked out. Well, it was I, nice. uh, I was out in Kansas this weekend. Oh, nice, bro. Yeah, I got to go to uh, Victoria, Kansas for the weekend. Okay. Uh, the mother house of the Capuchin Friars in the province of St. Conrad. And uh, the father. Oh, bro, you got to see our boys. I did. Yeah. The father, Jim, has been uh, having some back troubles. So I was kind of filling in for him. And I got to help out with the retreat for some yeah. freshmen high school confirmation students so the one parish had a potluck with cheesy potatoes and let's go uh, some other treats and then we played bingo afterwards so that's how exciting my weekend was <gasps> oh bingo did you win did you i win? only won a good time <laughs> nice the best bingo that's right it's a good time good just good, playing blackout fun. blackout bingo all right. Yeah, I wanted to go. You know, my family came to visit a couple of weeks ago, and they were like, let's go play bingo. And I wanted to play bingo, okay. but we didn't get to make it. So, but oh well. So speaking of family, uh, I want to jump in to the topic here. We have some very, very special guests here on the show with us today. Amy and Jared Mintz, who are really, really great friends of the Friars and really great friends of us and uh, we're just super excited to have y'all with us on the show. What's up? Hello. Hey guys. We love bingo too. There we go. Let's go. Yes, yeah. yes. Bingo fans in the we're house. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us and being here and staying up late with us. Uh, we know you have uh, a big families and probably some major obligations to be with the girls and stuff. Oh, this is great. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Well, you shouldn't hear little children. <laughs> They're asleep. So <laughs> the doors have locked. So they're good. Oh, just lock them in. They're not actually. That's good. I'm glad. Of course. Not. <laughs> clear. Don't know your sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. Don't let that friar be a father or parent because no, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> so, but thank you so much again. We appreciate it. It's just, you know, it's always great to see y'all. Likewise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're on Zoom, so we can see faces. And uh, it's great. But uh, yeah, so tell us a little bit about you guys. How long have y'all been married? We want to go into the marriage discussion. Um, so we want to know about about you, about how's marriage? How long have you been married? We've been married uh, 13 years um, here in October. Uh, so we just celebrated our 13 year anniversary. Oh. And uh, we've got uh, three beautiful girls, uh, Bridget, Annie, and Lucy, and then uh, one on the way. <gasps> so uh, God has blessed us immensely. Oh, snap. One on the way. Yeah, I think yeah. you were telling me, Amy, right? The other day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Congratulations. Yep, oh, Thank nice. You. Wow. That's exciting. It is. We're very excited. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Three girls, we'll see. Yeah. So 13 years. Wow. Oh, man. That's a blessing, bro. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite questions to ask in, uh, whenever I meet couples or when I'm interacting with couples is, how did you first meet? Go ahead, Utah. <laughs> we met at church. Yeah. It's a really great place to meet your spouse. Take some. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll talk more, but the faith in the marriage is so huge. So to meet at church at the Catholic church was a, a big blessing. So we met in a young adult group and I don't know, it had barely started. We met, it lasted about three more months and then it kind of fell apart. So yes, we, we like to think it served its purpose. So. Yeah. <laughs> we started again, but um, yeah. Wow. And was, was that in, was that in Denver? Are you both from mm -hmm. the Denver area? Yes. Yep. St. Joan of Arc. In Arvada. Oh, nice. Okay, I've I've never been there, but um, it's uh, I'm trying. Well, I'm trying to remember what's oh Arvada. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's come visit next time. Yeah. Oh, I it's will great. most definitely. So thirteen years, and then uh, so you guys active. You might must have been active like in the parish and stuff. It's we were, but. We were, we were so young. We actually never met before the young adult group. Um, and then when we were married, I was 23, he was 26. So we've grown a lot in our faith and in our marriage in that time. Uh -huh. So we were, we were young. We were living, um, I mean, we going to mass every week yep. um, and involved in the young yeah, adults. Both, both pretty involved at church. Um, in, nice. in various capacities with different ministries and things like that. So I had seen her around quite a bit and I think vice versa. Um, but yeah, never had met each other until the, until the young adult group. So like I said, it, it seemed like it was, it happened long enough to bring us together. And that's kind of the story I like to tell. I like to think about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's always cool to, there's always, it seems yeah. like the, the amazing couples that like meet yeah. in those groups and in the parishes and just, how the church is really a great way to meet somebody mm -hmm. you know yes especially your spouse what you said yeah so and we had in the last episode we had a good conversation brandon and i about just this sanctity of marriage and how it just really requires like a lot of dedication and commitment and i, I could see that in you guys 
And so when Brandon and um and myself were talking about topics, we were thinking, who should we bring on board? Who should we? T-? And so you guys immediately popped into my head, and I think Brandon as well. So we appreciate just, that. Yeah, so it's just a really great gift, especially for us as religious, to see you guys living out your vocations as married persons, you know, in such beautiful ways. So yeah thanks we were honored when you asked yeah absolutely i mean well yeah married only 13 years so (laughs) long long road ahead but um god is patient he loves the process as amy likes to say so yeah um, we're certainly on that uh process yeah certainly in the process (laughs) so please don't think we don't want to come off as experts sure but but we're trying yeah oh yeah yeah, and then what what does that? Yeah, what does that look like? I guess, because I know, like in a lot of couples, you know, especially well, maybe ones that are just starting out, you know, they can get overwhelmed because it's not going, you know, like it's not going well, or maybe like uh, there's a lot of struggles and like, and we talked about it in the last episode. There's just like, you know people give up really quick it seems like mm-hmm. it's, you know that process is not working and so you know let's just let's just do something else or you know like when you're already married I guess what does that process look like or what does that look like for you guys so I, yeah, I guess that's the second question is how has your marriage helped or hurt or changed your spiritual lives like at an individual level, you know? Yeah. Um, I think, I think for me, um, I think the way we can sum up at least the way um, I like to think about it is just a complete kind of death to self, which I think is easy to say, but um, I don't know, being married, married. And um, I didn't really quite understand, I guess, um, you know, the, the nuptial language in the gospel until you're married and um, you start to make that connection about, um, you know, Jesus Christ being the bridegroom and then being the bride and complete emptying of self with commitment, devotion, just steadfast love. Um, once you're married and kind of realize that, um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful sacrament and the, the grace we have through it is, um, is, is beautiful. So, yeah, so being married is, has done a lot for my spiritual life. Um, and I mean, that's, that's his purpose, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. And to echo that for me, I think, um, it's learning to live for someone else as it, like I said, I was young when, when I got married 23 and, um, very selfish. Most 23 year olds are not all of them, but I was, (laughs) um, and so learning to live for someone else, um, really, brought me closer to the Lord because that's why he came to live and die for us. Mm-hmm. And also like Jared was saying with the nuptial language, being in union with each other, all that that entails in the marriage, um, it leads you closer to the Trinity and the reality of the Eucharist. And um, so living that out in our marriage, I don't know how to say it. Um, yeah, it, it's it's powerful because it points to the heavenly reality. Yeah, that is what we're called to our relationship with the Lord. 
And I, I think in your, wow. you brought up in your last podcast about just how easy we give up on things and how it's kind of a, a culture of just, well, this doesn't satisfy me anymore. I'm bored with it. I move on to the next thing. Um, you know, it's, we're, we're called for so much more and I don't know, through marriage, it's, you, you can't just, okay, I'm bored and I want to move on, or this is all about me and it no longer pleases me. Um, yeah. so it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of, um, anti what the culture wants to tell you, but you know, that's, that's, like I said, he knows what he's doing. God, God put it in place for a reason. <laughs> so the vocation is there for, for, for that reason. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I love the language too that that you use, like learning to live for someone else. You know, uh, like yep. mm-hmm. I, I, like I did a little bit of reading. It's good, well, because I'm taking a class this semester on um, theology of human sexuality. So it's like a morality class. So we're just talking about mm-hmm. marriage and the covenant, and you know. And I was thinking, uh, you know, I had done some further research because I had forgot to do the reading for class so i was like man you know like i'm in the class and it's like all right, all right i didn't do the reading so i'm in the class like all right i'm gonna do the reading when i get home or whatever and so when i go home i watch videos instead because i learn better like that <laughs> sure so but it was one video that i was watching it's talking about um, the difference between like the covenant uh and contracts uh, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like in the biblical language, especially with the covenantal marriage, where you're learning to live for someone else, learning to live love with someone else, whereas yeah. with that contract is, you know, all those things that we had talked about last week, where it's like you're just uh, like an agreement. We're going to do this, kind of like you're, I don't know, buying a house or selling a house. You know, you give me this, I give you that. Um, the complete opposite and very much like what society tells us how it should be, which is completely wrong, you know? And so yep. it's, it's crazy. Yeah, and I'll say, um, you know, being married is, it's amazing. It's wonderful. So I think, but everyone talks about the hard but it's both, you know, at the same time, it's, we were talking about this today. We agree that it's like our favorite and our best and our closest relationship. And at the same time, we are also each other's most challenging relationship. Mm. Um, and so learning how to, like, it's easy to love when it's easy to love. (laughs) Um, but, but learning how to love each other when it's hard to love, is um is actually i feel like when we grow closer mm. Dang. yeah nice. and then you kind yeah. of mentioned like um that. you know thinking back about you know marriage is not it doesn't take away your freedom but you know you, you say okay marriage ball and chain etc cetera, etc cetera, where it's it's mm-hmm. it's actually um i think through through the vocation and through um, the sacrament of matrimony it is it is freeing and it's because of that gift of self to one another and um, not necessarily just the good feelings or emotions that go with it, but when you're actually, your, your purpose is the good of the other um, and that you, you know, a love to a different level. It's, it's a, it's a different type of almost freedom of love, if that makes sense. So it's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's oh, not, yeah. it's not a ball and chain. It's yeah. 
for sure yeah and it's basically living out the true virtue of love that we're right. all called to live out just to love for the good the good of the other person yeah <laughs> that's really cool man dang yeah your uh your last comment there about the uh like having a spouse i think sort of like directs your love i get you know there's they are there's often that analogy like uh when is a train most free like if the train is off the tracks yeah. like it can't move anywhere yeah. like it just sits there right no. but if the train is on the tracks and the engine's running like that's when it's really a train so like <clears throat> great analogy you know you you wake up every morning mm. and you know who am i gonna love today oh yeah like this person <laughs> like Right. Sometimes it Right. And then like, you know, the train runs out of gas and it has to change the engine, you know, things happen, but um, yeah. So w one of the things that really stood out to me on the, with this kind of uh, 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 these videos that sparked our desire to talk about marriage was the situation with Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And he has this quote where he talks about that he and his wife had like talked about for like what's relational perfection. <laughs> you know, they were trying to figure out what's relational mm -hmm. perfection. And then he said, for us, marriage can't be a prison. And I think that, uh, yeah, you've kind of already spoken to that, uh, that it's really like a freedom to love. It's not like a ball and chain. Yeah. It doesn't tie me down. It doesn't take away my freedom. It really sets me free uh, to know who to love. And then, yeah, ideally learning to love what that really means and giving yourself for the other. Um, but what about that, um, like the, the this idea of like a perfection, relational perfection? Has that, did you guys wonder what marriage was going to be like? Did you just go into it with open hearts? Did you other people teach you along the way? Have you taught each other? Is perfection possible? What would you say to those topics? I think it's certainly um, certainly what we strive for. But yeah, if you if I can watch a video on how to do it perfect, that'd be awesome. Uh -huh. You can share it with me. We, we certainly <laughs> um, don't live that reality, but it's the goal. Yeah, it, it is the goal, and um, you know I'm very blessed to come from uh, wonderful parents and grandparents who, um, mm. for me, embodied what it meant to love one another. Um, so I had great examples. Um, of course, even just now, Marion, um, with, with Amy and her family as well, um, that it's a very close-knit family. So um, I would say, if anything, yeah, when, when I got into marriage or, you know, the preconceived notions I had was would be the examples that my, my grandma and grandpa and my mom and dad uh, set for me. Yeah, and you kind of stole my thunder. Dang it. No, I was just joking. Um, I... My break it up, break it up. <laughs> <laughs> my, my grandparents, my grandma, grandpa, Kostalecki, um, I remember there was a time, you know, marriage is a roller coaster and you're constantly going through these ups and downs. And um, I think like when you're on the up um, and everything is good, you have to kind of prepare your, yourself. Like it's not going to be this way forever, but also then when you're on the down, you're going to get back to the up again. And early on in our marriage, I remember um, we were on a down and I was thinking something made me think about my grandparents. My grandma had passed already. And I was just thinking about how much 
he loves her because he he cried for years. He cried until he passed um, with her. And um, it was so striking to me. I had witnessed it my whole life. But then to see my grandpa without her, it was very strange because grandma and grandpa were like one word, one person. Mm. It wasn't grandma and grandpa. It was grandma mm. and grandpa together. And I remember laying in bed thinking, that's the goal. Their love for each other is the goal. And I kind of made up my mind in, the, in that moment that that's what I wanted with Jared when we were in our 80s. And so like to love through the suck and to love through the hard to get back to the good, um, then it, it was going to lead to where my grandparents were. So they're my inspiration. They're, they're my um, example of that perfect relationship. Mm. And, and when it's hard, yeah, to, to mm -hmm. have an example like that is um, powerful to pull you towards mm, yeah. it. That's great. Very beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I thought she married that. me for my boyish good looks. But... <laughs> <laughs> it all comes out in these podcasts. Oh, yes. The truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> I think that can that can also help us understand like better what perfection. Like, if we say the word, we want the perfect marriage. Well, what is that? <laughs> Does that mean we're never going to make a mistake? Like, it's never going to suck. The roller coaster is never no. going to go down. No, it means like right when the hard times come. When we don't want to love each other, we're going to say sorry. We're going to try again. We're going to start over each day. Like, so I think mm -hmm. all those I think things. Perfect, perfection is possible as long as you don't think perfection is never making a mistake. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And like everything you just touched on yeah. is crucial for us. We have gotten much better at communication. Like, um, I think it's very important not to ignore things in your relationship, not to sweep them under the rug or just like move past them because then nothing gets resolved. And then that's where like bitter bitterness and resentment can come in. So like what you said, you apologize, you talk about things um, and that draws you closer to each other as well. It can be a very uh, humbling experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, it can in a beautiful way that um, mm -hmm. to be able to look at yourself and yeah, apologize when you've done something wrong or, um, know that you know oh, i can't hold a grudge here or we need to fix this or um, to hear what the other or, or even in the good things you know sharing in all the wonderful things it's not something that you hold with yourself but you know with mm. you know that i would share with amy so it's 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 it can be a very humbling experience as well like we said it just it takes you out of yourself yourself you know? yeah Great. and then when you yeah, talk to each other you have to kind of face what they're saying you you have to you have to hear him he has to hear me and then we have to see where's the truth in that wow that's tough yeah letting letting another person change you and, uh -huh. yeah, really enter yeah. into your yeah. life yeah um yeah just the one last thing i wanted to i do want to give some some credit uh to mr and mrs smith to will and jada pinkett so yeah they went through this hard time and they did like talk about it a lot Right. But just like their decision. So so God bless them for like for wanting to stay together. Mm -hmm. Their dis their decision, though, was to enter into this quote unquote open marriage where like at least Jada was having another open affair with someone. I the details kind of escaped me. So 
I think we should highlight, you know, the good thing there that they did talk about it and desire to get stay together. But, you know, obviously from our Catholics perspective, right, we would want we would still want the marriage to be <laughs> right monogamous between the husband and wife that I just can't imagine like another person how that would still <laughs> be considered a marriage. So um, does that I mean, I know the, the world does a lot of things today, but is that surprising? Is that scary? Is it frightening? What would you say to somebody who's thinking about that? Or Oh, it's incredibly, um, I don't want to call them absurd, but it's absurd just mm. <laughs> to, to say that you can maintain, like we talked about a covenant with someone mm. and, and kind of interesting that they went through that whole rigmarole, but then they landed on the same answer though. You know what I mean? That was it really yeah. necessary to go through all through all through that just to realize that it was you know with one another i don't know just yeah i don't know okay. maybe that's just what it took for them to, i mean yeah don't condone it but maybe it's i don't know yeah yeah it's absurd okay. <laughs> but it's kind of funny they landed on that answer yeah. so well and i think <laughs> i think for us obviously we are in a very different place than yeah, them sure. physically spiritually mentally but sure. the thought of an open marriage is repulsive to me mm. yeah and um yeah, I don't really know what else to say. Okay. Repulsive. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. No, yeah, yeah. I mean that—that's honesty, and that—that's why we had you on the show. And yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah, to me, it really like I—I I didn't know the details until Brandon, uh, you kind of pointed it out a couple weeks ago. But I was like, dang, how can? Yeah, it makes really no sense, you know. But it reminds me of <laughs> like when you go to spiritual direction or something like, how you doing? Well, I'm not doing too good. He's like, why? Well, I'm not praying. It's like, okay, <laughs> well, it's kind of the same, you know, because because like a couple of weeks later, like in the relationship, I thought, I don't know. I thought I read something that they were uh, saying, well, our relationship is not very good right now or something. Maybe that's why. I don't know. <laughs> but but yeah. It's just crazy how we see, it, especially in the language of the church, like the language within the sacrament itself in marriage, and how it's really, you know, sacred, something upheld, and we know that just in the language, you know, uh, to become one flesh, and mm -hmm. you know, in sickness and in health, like just the whole right, you know, uh, of that sacrament, I, I thought it was really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Was there ever like? a part like in your wedding or your mass or, or, or the liturgy that like you remember or you think back on? I'm just curious. I have one you can talk first this time. <laughs> um, so I would say in the last couple of years, um, I mean, obviously just getting married is sticks out the mm. whole thing. The, I can oh, yeah, remember yeah. there's, there's a few moments in your life that you have clear memories of. Mm -hmm far after they have been gone and our, our yeah. wedding day is one of them so i remember pretty clearly the whole mass um obviously mm. the vows mm -hmm. were were the highlight between jared and i mm. um but like personally our 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 second reading was from um the song of songs mm. and i was introduced to that reading a few years ago, the way the Lord loves me and the way the Lord pursues me. And I had always kind of looked at it as Jared and I. And so it's kind of, oh, yeah, 
And so I have this. Like it's flipped. This, yeah. yeah. Well, not even flipped, combined. And oh, so I, okay. I, so it strikes me so much more now. Um, and the fact that it was that our wedding reading is, is really awesome to me. So, and it's a prayer that I pray often. I was, I was going to say it, honestly, um, receiving the Eucharist after our vows oh. and just the, um, I don't know, it was nice. very powerful. It was like, this was my wife. This is who, you know, I'm, I'm giving myself to. And then, I don't know, it's just kind of a weird thought that, oh, and now as a married couple, we're, you know, Christ is with us here, not, you know, physically with us present. Um, it was just a really neat experience right after the vows then to, um, to receive him. So mm. it, it sticks out very boldly in my memory. Sure. For sure. Dang. I love that, bro. That's cool. It reminds me of the vows. Yeah. Like just that whole everything. Wow. Yeah. When you, when you just promise to give yourself to someone yeah. freely, right. totally faithfully and fruitfully, and then someone does that yeah. to you. <laughs> I know that's that's exactly right. Yeah, that's you said it better than oh, yeah. what I the message I couldn't convey. That's it was very powerful wow. for me. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, what an experience. I was just gonna ask uh something that your question made me think about. Um how did you know he or she was the one? Oh mm-hmm. just did. It's just did. really weird. I fell in love. Yeah, I mean it really did. Just yeah, just I just absolutely knew, and uh, it's it sounds you know kind of greeting card type thing that you know oh the moment I saw her type but it it's weird just it, that's really how it happened for me. That's you great! Know, wow, this providence. <laughs> no doubt, <laughs> no. sounds like it. Yep. Wow. And was the did you already know how to date, or you your parents taught you how to court and like move in that direction, <laughs> no. or what? I was the worst. I was probably the worst. Worst person at dating in history ever. So, <laughs> uh, pretty sure I got you beat on that one. But <laughs> <laughs> look at us, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What I mean, do you did you learn any lessons from that, or would you give any advice to other young from dating other people? Well, no. I mean, from your own like engagement or moving towards marriage. Like, is there something? I think, um, I think young people really struggle with how to date and how to court and how to move towards marriage. Honestly, for me, I'm, um, I don't, um, I don't put on a lot of fronts I feel. And sometimes I can, I'm just kind of am who I am sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So I would say for me, the dating process, at least with Amy, it was, it was just complete honesty of who I was, what I felt Mm -hmm. I wanted out of marriage, what it was important to me and not, um, um, I don't know. I think that resonated with um, when I met her too, cause I, i got the same vibe from her. There wasn't any, you know, she wasn't fake. It wasn't, yeah. um, wasn't just a bunch of lies or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think just, just the honesty of it in the dating process is, is, was important to me. When I would, my, um, advice to those dating is, um, be pure. Yeah. It is to absolutely be pure in your relationship. Um, the marriage bed is the marriage bed. Mm-hmm. It is, it doesn't have a place in dating and engagement. And, um, and you have to talk about that. And I know it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard, especially in today's world, but it is so, so important. Yep. 
Um, mm. So, I mean, these guys know I'm also an NFP teacher. So <laughs> also, if you're, not practicing, a, yeah. if you're not practicing NFP in your marriage, you're not living the sacrament. You are not living the covenant. You're living a contract. So um, I would also encourage anyone who questions it to look into the why the why the church teaches that NFP is the way to go and um, look, read Pope Paul VI Humanae Vitae. Um, that's a very powerful document. So be pure in your dating, everyone. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Words nice. from Word, the mother from the <laughs> of Thank daughters. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> awesome. That was beautiful. <laughs> That was mic drop. Fantastic. No, that that was going to be my other question. You know, like, yeah, I'm glad you went there. Uh, Like, how can those people benefit, you know, if they're even if, yeah, even if they're already in a marriage or they're struggling in a marriage or uh, you mentioned a lot of great ones, a lot of good ones. I don't know if there's any other ones or like just pointers, I guess, that you have. I, I think what's important in um, when you're struggling in your marriage is to examine it, to examine yeah. yourself and examine your relationship. And when you can identify what's broken, there's power there. Mm. Because once you can identify it and define it, then you can start talking about it uh, with each other, start working on it. So I think like when things are tough, You've got to examine what's actually happening in the relationship and in your own Dang. heart. And I think it's important to, yeah, to, to just ask, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit to enter into it with you and, um, yeah, show you those things that maybe you don't want to recognize or trying to ignore or, you know, don't want to admit to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I think by saying examine it, I would 100% agree with that. Yeah, wow. That's good for us, bro. I'm writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys have Take to go notes. home to the perfect spouse. Yeah. <laughs> Man. At least so Man, at I least it's normally fifty yeah. fifty over here when we when we screw up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, Lord, it ain't working. Yeah, man. I gotta identify what's broken. I, I don't know if it's you or me. It ain't me. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Oh, that's good. No, that's really good. Yeah. So I, I want to share something that I've learned and see how you, uh, how you, Amy and Jared would respond to it. So uh, like living with the, with the brothers uh, as a vowed religious, uh, I think at first I started out like loving the brothers uh, despite their faults. Like, okay, I can overlook that and overlook that. Okay, I can choose to love you. But now I think I've really grown to like loving the brothers like through their faults. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. does that does that make sense? Would it does would you have something like that happen to you all? What would you say about that? Um, I'm not good at that. Um I, mean, <laughs> and I be... got a lot of faults. <laughs> um, but I no, I <laughs> Yes, I know. Um, I know what you're saying. That doesn't mean I'm good at practicing it. Um, but I think I think it's a beautiful statement that, yeah, through her faults and through mine, you know, I gotta <laughs> thank goodness she she puts up with me. Um, and I think 
it's important to realize sometimes our faults are not actually our own fault. Mm. Like, um, for example, <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> and when uh, me, when I'm pregnant, my two biggest symptoms are fatigue and irritability. Mm. And he's got to deal with, and the kids, they, they all have to deal with that. And, um, <laughs> What, a, what an opportunity for virtue, though, sincerely. Like, <laughs> and, I try and, to remind myself of that. And yeah. to remember, like, oh, she's growing a child, a human yeah. from nothing. Mm-hmm. It's so hidden. It's so, um, mm-hmm. Psalm 139 was a psalm today. Mm-hmm. How perfect. It's so hidden. And um, I think that we forget that there's, there's stuff going on underneath, mm-hmm. which is usually why we act the way we do. Mm-hmm. Wow. female hormones are real people they are real right yeah (laughs) did y'all hear that listeners did y'all hear it's real well we've covered a lot of ground what do you say brother Mm -hmm. benny yeah that's right yeah we did yeah we did cover a lot of ground i think we're men excellent excellent episode good stuff it's great yeah just to have you guys on board and see your faces and chat and all this good stuff hopefully we see each other soon face to face i know we um, miss you guys yeah. we miss you too yeah so much so yeah hopefully we can uh get together out in denver but thanks again for joining us on the episode had a great time do y'all have any shout outs we love doing shout outs i don't know if y'all have any shout outs I will shout out. It's November, so it's the month that we pray for the souls. So I'm going to shout out my grandma and grandpa. Oh, grandma and grandpa. Nice. I, I have to shout out to our three girls, Bridget, Annie, and Lucy. All right. They're the best. Hello, Bridget, Annie, and Lucy. Hey. Do you have a name for the new one? <gasps> Not yet. Okay. Well, we, we, have, we, we, have, we have a few in the mix. but well, you, you can tell them the yeah. two big ones. <laughs> We're... Uh, we're, we're leaning towards uh, Josephine for a girl and Joseph for a boy. So, oh, um, yeah. nice. He was a great intercessor for us in yeah. uh, the year of St. Joseph. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's our buddy. Nice. <laughs> so. Leaning, it's not set in stone yet, but. Okay. Okay. We're still kind of deciding. All right. That's right. Yeah. That's you never know. Tune in. Yeah. Tune in next March. We'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll have you we'll back right. on the episode. Right. Perfect. You got any shout-outs, Brandon Burke? Uh, yeah, shout-out to my people in Kansas. It was great to be back there. Love y'all. It felt like being at home. I'm a small-town kid at heart, so it was great to be out there and the, where you can see the stars. and There's no mountains, so you can see for 15 miles, and everybody waves at you. And, uh, yeah, just good old Good stuff happens. Living, so. Very good. What Sounds you got, good. Baby? Yeah, just shout out to all the married couples out there who have been foundational in our lives. Um, you know, those who are especially newlyweds. I think that's a crucial time for mm-hmm. a lot of young couples, newlyweds. Maybe there's some fear or going in. But yeah, keeping you guys in our prayers. Also, it's National Vocations Awareness Week. So certainly we want to lift up everybody who's discerning a vocation to married life, single life, religious or consecrated life. Remember, we are praying for you. Um, So thanks a lot for listening, guys. We are praying for y'all. 
Thanks a lot for tuning in to the Brotherhood. We are checking out, guys. God bless. Peace.